gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hey guys, I'm Kendra. Hi, I'm Resethis, and this week we're talking about one of my favorite movies of all time, High School Musical. High School Musical! You have to sing it, Resethis. It's High School High School Musical. <laughs> but before we get too deep into singing, of course, Resethis, we have to talk about our celebrity crush of the week. Who are you crushing on this week? Oh my goodness, Kendra. So Chris Pine has been at the top of my mind. Ooh. Because did you see that photo of him with the new beard? It's like the whole salt and pepper going on. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I like the okay. salt and pepper beard. Okay. And they kind of posted a photo and they were like, the Kurt, the Kurt Russellfication of Chris Pine. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm digging it. I love it. All of COVID, he's been like paparazzied outside bookstores, like local bookstores with stacks of books. Oh, so he really understands me. Hello. You know, he's recently single, too. Did you see that? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My favorite Chris is recently single. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shoot your shot, Mercedes. Slide into those DMs. Like, get it. <laughs> you know, I might have to. I might have to. <laughs> OK, so you're going to laugh at me for my, my crush this week. OK, I because I, ju- I just discovered him this week. Ooh. His name is Henning Mai. He's a lead singer of this German band called Anne and My Counterite. And I just I have an obsession with white boys who shouldn't have so much soul in their voice. Just look him up. Oh, my God. Right? He looks like a little, like, Tumblr singer-songwriter boy. Exactly. And Mercedes, let me tell you, I have not stopped listening to all of their songs for, like, the past week. I can't, I have to have, I have to hear his voice now. I'm like. Oh, my God. It's like the Billy Raffle effect, the Dermot Kennedy effect. It's like, why do you guys have so much soul in your voice? What is happening? The voice, the voice can change it forever. Because some guys, I, like, want, like, a voice like that, I want him to do his own bedtime story in the Calm app. Yep. Yes. Yes. You are 100% right. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to swing it to the TLDR. This is just a time where we recap the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. Just wanted to let you know, too, like we want to do High School Musical because it just ties so perfectly into Meet Cute's April series, which is called Extracurricular, uh, which is also a high school musical. And then if you come back for the next two weeks, you get to find out more about what other musical rom-coms Mercedes and I are going to be talking about. Just a warning, there are spoilers ahead. If you have not seen this movie, you can stream it on Disney+. Plus. Take it away, Mercedes. Okay, so it's New Year's Eve and two high school juniors, Troy Bolton, played by none other than Zac Efron, Ugh. and Gabriela Montez, played by Vanessa Hudgens, meet at a ski lodge and are forced into a karaoke duet together and they discover each other's hidden vocal talents. And after their musical meeting, the two part ways, but unexpectedly reunite at East High in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Fictional. Yes. Got <laughs> out. And, yeah. On the first day back from winter break, we learn Troy is the school's basketball star and everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Everyone wants to be him. And Gabriella is the new shy, studious transfer student. And when the two interact at school, it really draws the attention and suspicions of everybody, all their classmates and all the cliques, especially drama club president Sharpay Evans, played by Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> so Troy and Gabriella find themselves in the theater during the rehearsals for the spring musicale. And the reluctant Troy ends up joining Gabriella on stage and sings. And much to their surprise, they're given the callback audition from their drama teacher. And with the callback list publicized, the entire school is really just chaotic now. The social dynamics of East High are beginning to shift. And Troy's teammates and Gabriella's Scholastic Decathlon Club are really worried about their sudden changing in focus and their priorities. And after a bunch of miscommunications, Troy and Gabriella really overcome the peer pressure and decide to follow through with their audition. Except now, the callbacks, Scholastic Decathlon, and 
the final basketball game were all changed at the same time, of course. But the duo and their friends band together and they help them successfully audition and win their competitions. And at the end of the day, you know, they were all in it together, just how they're supposed to be. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That song. Uh, This is a 2006 film that was directed by Kenny Ortega, who also directed the Michael Jackson documentary, This Is It. Cheetah mm-hmm. Girls 2 and the cult classic Hocus Pocus. Yes. He, and, oh my gosh, he choreographed. He did all the choreography for Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Can you believe? Uh-huh. He did. Uh-huh. It's so, I mean, I I love Kenny Ortega because, like, he did a bunch of behind the scenes on Disney Channel when this movie came out. Yes. Like, oh, oh. Those were the best. <laughs> the best. When they teach you, like, all the dance moves and the behind the scenes, you get to hear, like, all, like, in the studio singing the songs. Exactly. Oh I love, those are always my favorite part about yes. people specifically because I love to see how it comes together. But, like, some fun facts about this movie. So, actually, it's funny because Ashley Tisdale, who plays Sharpay, she auditioned for the role of Gabriella, but, of course, Cuddy looked at her and was like, no, you are Sharpay. You're a Sharpay. <laughs> You're a Sharpay. <laughs> Imagine as Gabriella. No. I know. I know. Seriously. <laughs> and Kenny Ortega's whole goal of this movie was to make it like a really huge production. So it could be the younger generation's Grease, which Grease mm-hmm. was one of my, it was probably my first favorite movie as a child. I used to watch it as like a toddler. Mm. I loved it. And the High School Musical writer, Peter Barsachini. If I'm, he has a hard I'm, last name to pronounce. He has a long yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely utilized the like star-crossed lovers from Shakespeare. And we see like it's Romeo and Juliet. It's Greece. It's all of that. I love Romeo it. and Juliet meet Greece. That's what high school musical <laughs> exactly. I love that. You know what's so funny too about the title? So like high school musical was the working title of this movie, which for any of our listeners who don't know what a working title is, it's basically just a placeholder name for a film or TV series until the solidified name is is decided. But they went into post-production on this movie and still didn't have a better name, so they just reluctantly settled on High School Musical. And now it's like this this big Iconic. thing. Iconic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And up until the series on Disney+, Plus, High School Musical, the musical, the series, or as I like to say it, HSMTMTS, that's yes. quickly. <laughs> Before that premiered on Disney+, Plus in 2019, not a lot of people knew that High School Musical wasn't actually filmed in Albuquerque, even though that's where it's the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually filmed at a school in Salt Lake City, and they still have all the High School Musical archives in there. Apparently, they still have Sharpay's pink locker. Yeah, it suits you. Oh, my gosh. I, I've, it's always been my dream to go. Really? That's so funny. Yeah, that like. Visit. They should have just, I, I'm going to be completely honest, first that is, I don't really know a bunch, a ton of difference between, like, New Mexico and Utah and Arizona. It's and, like, South, all, Southwest. All yeah, yeah. So I'm like, they could have just made it in Utah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not like the location held a lot of significance. But, I mean, as many of you know, this movie is what started Zach and Vanessa's love story. They met and dated for four years because of this movie. And I feel like we're going to be talking about that a lot. <laughs> oh, definitely. Zanessa had such an impact on me. Yes, they <laughs> we'll, did. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if any of the listeners know, but Drew Seeley is actually the singing voice of Troy Bolton in this first movie. Zach Efron took over for the rest of the series. But... You know, Drew Seeley deserves more love. He has a beautiful voice, and he was so good in another Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, hot take, Mercedes. Are you ready for this? No, I'm never ready. Okay, I know you're <laughs> never ready because they're always really controversial, what I'm about to say. High School Musical 2 is a far better movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a this far is... superior movie than this one. This is indeed a hot take. Personally, my ranking is three, one, two, but oh. I digress. <laughs> Wait, you okay? See, to me, it's kind of like 
what Harry Potter 3 did to the series, right? Harry Potter 3 was the first one where you saw them, like, outside of their robes. They were, like, running all over the school. You got to see a different side of them. That's how I feel about High School Musical, too. Like, they're out of school. They are all they all have, like, a summer job. The songs are just so much better because, because Drew Seeley did the singing voice for Troy Bolton. He only did, like, one, like, one, like, the first line of each song or something like that. But the second one, they actually wrote the songs to cater to Zac Efron's voice. And so I feel like it's better. Like, the music is better. It's more geared towards Troy Gabriella. And also, you know me, my favorite rom-coms happen when you can see the relationship, like, like inside the relationship. Yeah. So that's, I think, too, that's why I love it. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I still have so much love for the second one. I remember having, like, a special sleepover for the premiere of the second one. So I totally, uh-huh. I get it. I I mean, it's just so color. It's so orange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, like, oh, my gosh. But bet on it. Like, you can't. Oh, you can't, you're the music song. in me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, Kendra, Classic. What's okay, your wh- favorite high school musical song? Okay. Of, like, all the movies or this. Okay, I'll do the fir- this first one. My favorite okay. song in this movie is Status Quo. That is my song. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love what Zeke makes. <laughs> What's your favorite song? I think, okay, so my friend Rowan, I love to perform Breaking Free whenever oh. we're drinking. So yeah. I think Breaking Free, but I mean, I I memorized that track list. Even going through now, like reflecting mm. on all this, I remembered how often I would listen to When There Was Me and You. Yeah. So cringy. And I was like, it was track six. I, <laughs> I remember it was track six. That's so funny. <laughs> Guys, we're going to jump into Time Capsule. Mercedes and I just like to recap where we were at the time this movie came out so again this came out in 2006 mercedes how old were you what were you doing oof okay so i will i have a lot to say about 2006 it was a (laughs) life-changing year for me in a lot of ways i was 10 Mm -hmm. years old i was in fourth grade i remember the exact time that this movie premiered i remember it i was so excited for it because you know how Disney Channel builds you up for the yeah, year. Yeah, they do the whole countdown. Then, exactly. And then they're playing it like every weekend for like two months. Like yep. you are in it. Yep. So I was so excited. And I remember watching at my grandparents' house and my parents, my grandpa were at a basketball game. So I was home with my Nana. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in disbelief that it takes place in Albuquerque. Oh, really? I, <laughs> as a New Mexican, like... This was the first time genuinely that I'd ever seen people say Albuquerque on screen that wasn't like on the news. So naturally I was obsessed. And then I see like this shy Latina studio who like loves school. I was like, okay, it's me. I'm going to marry Troy Bolton. I, yeah, like I, I think of High School Musical, the premiere of it as like the great finale to like an era of my youth because Mm -hmm. I had so many changes directly after that. So it was definitely like it's time stamped in my brain of like January 2006 was so special for me. Oh, that is very special. (laughs) I love when you talk about how you've kind of, you know, felt validated in your identity through the different rom-coms that we explore, especially what's have to do with Latina and just with JLo month (laughs) and everything. I love seeing the evolution of Mercedes through these episodes. So, (laughs) Um, okay, I've said this in previous episodes, but this time in my life, I only watched a handful of channels and this was one of them. And I watched every single Disney Channel movie, Same. every single oh. one. And I was especially excited for this one because I was, I, when I was younger, my aunt came to live with us for a time and she would only watch the channel Lifetime. Lifetime is more Ooh. old. Like she would literally only watch that channel. <laughs> and there is this movie that would play all the time called Miracle Run that Zac Efron starred in. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? So he, if, for anyone who hasn't seen it, he's basically like, 
He is an autistic cross-country runner, and that's the story. And I loved that movie so much, and I would watch it all the time with my aunt on Lifetime. And so when I heard that this movie was going to come out, I literally freaked out. I was like, oh, my gosh, Zac Efron. So I feel like I knew Zac Efron before he was like, Zac Efron, you know? Did you ever watch Summerland? Yes. uh, Yes, I watched Summerland. Jesse McCartney? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Such a stacked cast. (laughs) Such a good, such a good show. Loved it. Everyone was in there. I was just super excited. And then also, too, it was funny because, like, Zac Efron had a huge gap. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember the gap? Yeah. Do you? Some people did know him when he had the gap. Like, you, that's something you have to Google now. But, like, he had been in stuff where he had, like, a huge gap in between his teeth. And, like, totally fine if you do. But it was just cute, classic, young Zac Efron. I had the unofficial biography of Zac Efron, and I would carry it with me everywhere for about two years. So (laughs) I I know a lot. (laughs) There you go. There you go. What else were you doing that year, Mercedes? Do you remember who you had a crush on or what were you into? (laughs) <laughs> so, as I said, this was a pretty intense year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 10-year-old Mercedes had a lot of personal chaos going on. Um, my grandpa, who I was, like, so close with, if it wasn't with my parents, I was always with my grandpa. He passed away a few months later in spring 2006 mm-hmm. after I'm the sorry. premiere of High School Musical. Yeah, it was, that's never easy for anyone, any type of loss. And, yeah, so that was hard. And then a few months later... My mom, surprise in the family, is pregnant with twins. So I am now from only only child to older sister. So (laughs) that shift, nuts. We have an eleven year age gap. It's uh, it's honestly ideal for me. I love it. I I took on that big sister role immediately, and I owned it. (laughs) But it was such a crazy shift for me, um, and life was so weird. So yeah, I really clung to High School Musical that year. Like I said, it would Mm -hmm. play all the time on Disney, and I'm pretty sure I got the DVD as soon as I could. And I had the soundtrack right away. The movie for me is always this fun momentary escape from. Mm any type of chaos or like changes that were happening to me. Still one of those comfort movies. I like to call it one of my emergency contacts because yeah, yeah, like it's just, it's always been that special for me. But at the same time, I was also playing soccer, tennis, basketball. I was also dancing. So I was busy. My activities were stacked. Yeah. And as you might assume, I was also obsessed with Disney Channel like you. Yeah. So Zac Efron was everything to me. Yeah. I loved him. Oh my God. I listened to the soundtrack and all of the solo music from the stars on on High School Musical. Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue. Trust me. I had all of your stuff on repeat. Okay. I still, to this day, Ashley Tisdale's debut album, Headstrong, I would argue is one of the best pop albums of the early 2000s. Wow. I not get the appreciation. Wow. And she had the song called Don't Touch, in parentheses, the Zoom song. And wouldn't that have been a perfect COVID anthem? Like, why did that come up again? <laughs> You should make it trend on TikTok, Mercedes. I'll follow. I, I need it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So, 2006 was also a hard year for me because that was a, my freshman year of high school, and I just absolutely hated it. I mean, I have said this multiple times. I was horribly teased in high school. It was hard to just like walk down the halls. It was hard to just do to exist in high school because kids were just very, very. So the it's middle school time. that yeah, it's a rough time. The middle school that I went to combined into one high school with another middle school and those kids mercedes were so snobby like even for 2006 standards these kids were so snobby no but yeah but i was i was like really into dancing and musical theater in eighth grade but the year before i was the captain of my dance team and then when i went to high school they had this renowned dance team like they were known for having like 60 people and they all were so good and they did these big productions like 
it was literally like my school was known for their dance team. So I, I auditioned my freshman year and I made it and I literally could not believe it. I was oh, so excited. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> you might as well have told me I got to Juilliard because that's like how much I was. Oh. I know. And then I didn't, it's funny because I didn't audition for musical theater because I was already getting teased so much that I just didn't need another excuse. It was kind of like Troy a bit. Like I just didn't need another excuse for people to like rag on me. And so after my freshman year, my city built another high school and all those snobby kids went to those high schools, uh, went to that high school. And then I auditioned for my musical theater and then I did, which my first production was My Fair Lady. And then the rest of high school, uh, sorry, the rest of, yeah, yeah, the rest of high school I did musical theater and I also did like short plays and I directed a one act and I, then I started doing plays at my church too. So oh my goodness. <laughs> theater kid Kendra. I love yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you were always a theater. You, you would have hung out with Sharpay and Ryan. Oh, I was Sharpay. <laughs> we will get into that, but I was Sharpay for saying I love that. <laughs> but I mean, speaking of being like Sharpay, we have to go to the Robcop Hall of Fame. We, but like, we have to start with the roast because obviously comparing yourself to Sharpay might not be the best, especially in this movie. But I'm curious <laughs> for you, Mercedes, what does it age well? Okay, so my main roast is, okay, Disney is a repeat offender of this and Hollywood in general has done this countless times for years. But Filipinos are always cast as Latinos. And I understand colonized by the same people. I get it. We're essentially <laughs> cousins in a way. <laughs> and I, like I said, I loved that Gabriela was this like shy, smart Latina because same, I loved school. Um, but she could have easily been Filipina like Vanessa Hudgens. And the same thing goes for like Lilane on Lizzie McGuire could have easily mm -hmm. been Filipina because she was in real life. And I'm almost certain the same thing happened to Olivia Rodrigo when on her the time on Disney Channel. Um, I think by HSM TMTS, they changed it so she was Filipina on the show as well. But it's such a strange pattern that happens. Even Lou Diamond Phillips, my whole life I thought he was Latino. Just learned last year he was Filipino. He, oh, well, he really? is Filipino. Yes, shocking. And it's just, it's so interesting that that's always like consistently the casting. Can I tell you something, Mercedes? I don't know if I, this may not be easy. I had no idea that Vanessa Hutchins was Filipina. Nobody did. Like, Nobody I've did. never Googled her before. Like, I, I remember when we were doing our notes for this, I was like, I've literally never looked up Vanessa Hutchins in my life. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about her. Like, <laughs> you know, other than like who she's dating, I know that she did Cordover Street or something like that for like, Austin or no, no, Austin, thank you. They look exactly the same to me. <laughs> like, so I had no idea. This is very interesting. That is a very interesting fact. Yeah, I didn't know until I saw an interview with her where she was talking about her grandparents and she said Lola, which is like the Filipino way of saying grandma. Mm. And that's how I learned. I was like, hang on. Yeah. I <laughs> no, had no idea. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, I feel like for my roast, Ryan and Charpe just really give me Jamie and Cersei vibes from Game of Thrones. Like, it's weird that they always play the co-leads in musicals weird. because leads usually are lovers in musicals and like it's just that one <laughs> that one quote where taylor mccassie's just like she would beat out her brother for the role if she could play both like the yeah. two leads and something and i was like why are they playing two lovers and <laughs> it's weird anything. it's like very much giving jamie cersei vibes and i'm just like not here for it not here for it <laughs> also there's a there's a line where gabriella was like okay so it's when they're in the planetarium troy gabriella and Gabriella's like, I saw how you were with Kelsey. And you know that part where after she fell down and all of her sheet music went everywhere, he, like, helped yeah. her up by, like, picking up her sheet music and, and, and giving her a hand. Like, that was supposed to be an example of him being nice. And I kind of hate that. 
I feel like the bar for men being nice is so freaking low and it always has been. And it just bothers me that something that should be basic human decency is like considered a man being nice. And I just like I've been thinking about this a lot just because there's a lot of tension happening with the genders on TikTok right now. Um, <laughs> and it's just it's just talking about how different the bars are and, and everything. And I just yeah, I feel like that was just such a that was just such an archetype of of, you know, this is this is me being nice, me helping you up. Like, no, if someone falls in front of you, you should help them up. Just exactly. Like, you should, That's you just, should just that should be automatic. Exactly. And it is always, especially for like the hot guys, like mm-hmm. the hot, cool guys, that's the bare minimum of just like, oh, let me just normal politeness. <laughs> exactly. And then they're always like, well, I'm a nice guy. It's like, no, you're just like, that's like saying I can breathe. Like everyone does. You should just do that. <laughs> like, I do not trust any man who self describes as a quote, nice guy. I'm, yeah. I'm like, sure you are. Trust yeah. Me. I've never so described great. myself. I've never had to say that. It just it speaks for itself. Sorry, guy. I'm a nice girl. Why does anyone give me a chance? Like I it makes so pointy. <laughs> okay. Speaking of like nice things that guys say. Okay. I feel like one of my favorite quotes in here is when Troy is talking with uh Corbin Blue's character. <laughs> you can't ever separate the actor. Chad Danforth. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. I can't. Even, I can never separate the character and the actor. It's so hard for me. But Troy's like, Sharpay's kind of cute, too. He still is a mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Sharpay, dude. Sharpay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, my favorite quote is that Coach Bolton running into the theater during detention, and he's like, What the heck are those two doing at a tree? The infliction he has is so perfect. I... I love Bart Johnson. I've bought a cameo from him before, and I had him in the cameo. I was like, please say this line. I got it from one of my friends. That's so funny. Did he do it? Oh, it was amazing. He, I did it for my friend Ro for her birthday, and he mm. was so perfect in it. And he said that we're part of the team. He was like, that oh, that got that time at practice when you guys saw me say, what the heck are those two two in a tree? I was, I was like, like, I was there. I was there. I'm on a team. That's so funny. You're going to have to say that to me. That is so- I'm a wild cat. <laughs> so then I have to ask Mercedes, if this movie popped up on your Tinder feed, would you swipe left or would you swipe right? Oh, my goodness, Kendra. Swipe right for the rest of my life. Troy okay. Bolton is truly the love of my life. Oh. Notice how I didn't say Zach Efron. I said Troy Bolton. Yeah. I, <laughs> I used to drunkenly introduce myself when I studied abroad as Gabriella to strangers. Really? Um, so it clearly made an impact on me. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm from Albuquerque. The only thing you know about me is Breaking Bad in high school musical. So just call me Gabriella. <laughs> for, for months, I had people be like, Gabriella. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, so I'm forever swiping right <laughs> okay okay so this goes back into my my hot take if if it's between this movie and the second one i'm swiping all the way left on this one because high school musical 2 is where it's at it is no one's best disney movie ever really- <laughs> no one is telling you to choose you can swipe right on all three okay, and be okay. happy <laughs> I okay. I actually haven't seen the third one. Fun fact: I haven't seen the third one. Um, <laughs> I think my heart just stopped. I know. I know. I don't know if I necessarily feel like a, but I think it's because I love the second one so much. I was just like, I don't. I don't know if you could do better than this. And if they don't do better, then I'm gonna be disappointed. It's gonna affect me. So Kendra, <laughs> the third one has my favorite music. Oh yeah. The third one, I have recreated. There's a so another solo from Zach that's I think. Bet on it is my go-to karaoke song with my friend Kristen, but Scream mm-hmm. on the on the third one. Oh my god. I once I recreated it 
for mm-hmm. my friend and this guy that she liked. And I was like, turn the screen toward you so I can't see it. And I'm going to I'm gonna narrate the whole thing, what he does. And I did the whole choreography. And I was like, and now he's going to jump on the ropes in the theater. And then he's going to do this. And I got it beat by beat. And they, oh, I wasn't yeah. even looking at the screen. They were, and then, you know, they fell in love for a bit, so... Okay, well, maybe after I'm done watching The Last Kingdom, because this is the final season, I will I will watch it. I will, I will yeah, I'll personally do a one-woman show of the whole thing <laughs> for you, if you'd prefer. <laughs> See, that is, that is totally me in Chicago. Like, that's my musical oh, that I can oh, do so line for line. So <laughs> but welcome, guys, to Couples Therapy. This is just a time where Mercedes and I like to give dating advice for the characters on how they can improve their relationship. And so I feel like my advice for Troy and Gabrielle is to just... Continue to be yourselves and don't give in to peer pressure because I think one of the biggest regrets I have from high school is just the fact that, like, I let people affect me so much, right? And obviously, you are so impressionable at that age. It's easy to. And, like, I don't think either of them ever pretended with each other, which is so great and also really different from Greece, which is what, you know, they were trying to make this out to be. Like, there was a scene in Greece where Danny acted like he didn't even know Sandy at one point. Yeah. Like, after they spent a whole summer together. And I just feel like Troy always showed Gabriella kindness and respect and was always her friend, even if she was a little nerdy. So, I just want them to continue on that path. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. For me, something I really love about this series is how much Troy cares for Gabriella, and he really shows it in all of his efforts from the beginning, from just remaining singing on stage with her at karaoke. So I'd love to see that given back to him a little bit, because throughout all three movies, really, you see Troy really fighting for their relationship, while Gabriella pulls back anytime she feels any type of unsureness. That's not a word. (laughs) Yeah, anytime she just feels any type of insecurity in the relationship she pulls back mm-hmm. a little which understandable and also I'd love to see them communicate better but I always preach that for all our couples but they are all in high school so naturally their communication isn't very good but they do build confidence and trust throughout for me I just love them so much oh, I, I will say Mercedes I would be more mad about Gabriella pulling away if we did not get one of the best Disney songs out of her pulling away which has got to go my own way Cause that is one of the oh, best. Oh my god! I love oh. that song. I love that. What song. about us? What <laughs> about everything, everything we've been through? <laughs> what about trust? <laughs> you know, I never wanted to hurt. Oh my gosh! You, oh, I could go on and on. Do not get me. We have to go to karaoke, Kendra. Once we hang out in person, we're going to karaoke. We're, we're going, going to karaoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our oh. listeners don't know. We're saying we've never met each other before. <laughs> I cannot wait. We. It's happening. My dream is to karaoke with you. I it's one of my main hobbies. <laughs> oh, I love I love karaoke. I love it. We're doing it. <laughs> what do you think are Troy and Gabriella's love languages? I don't know why I can't talk. I want to know what you think of their love languages. <laughs> okay, Troy is my acts of service babe. Mm-hmm. I you can okay. see it from the beginning. He's always there for Gabriella. He yep. puts so much pressure on himself to make everyone in his life so happy, from his family to his friends, his team everybody and from karaoke night to volunteering to audition with her he's really showing up for her and i love that for him i do think he needs words of affirmation though because he like i said he puts so much pressure on himself that i think reassurance that he's loved and just knowing that and without pinpointing his accomplishments like he says he doesn't want to be the basketball boy he wants to be just a guy and that's what gabriella makes him feel that way i 100 percent agree i just troy is definitely acts of service like volunteering to sing with gabriella i feel like he just 
he needs quality time. Like you could tell like he really opened up when it was just the two of them in the planetarium. It seems that Troy spends a majority of his time with people who only see one side of him. And so I feel like it's always a relief for him to hang out with Gabriella because he doesn't have to pretend he can just be himself. So I feel like he needs quality time. And then for Gabriella, I feel like she does give quality time. She's very good at listening. She's very good at like providing support, offering her advice. But she also needs active service because I think she needs you to show up for her and keep your word and do the things that you're going to say. So that's why I think Troy and Gabriella work so well because they give each other the love languages that they need. They have a great balance. I yeah, I said the same thing. I, she definitely gives some quality time. I think I also think she gives words of affirmation in a way, just mm-hmm. because she's really encouraging and really gets him out of his comfort zone. Yeah, so important from your partner. I think she needs quality time because since she's moved so much, she's really hesitant to get close to anyone. But through time and one-on-one quality time with Troy, she really builds her trust and her confidence grows as well, which is so special to see. Mm-hmm. Just how like small and meek she is at the beginning. And then by the end, she's dancing around in a bold yeah. red dress with all the classmates. <laughs> it's so special. Yeah, that dress is inspired. <laughs> oh, I love, I love. It's a good one. It's a good one. So does this couple then last five years, Mercedes? What do you think? It's sorry my cat is making an appearance here. <laughs> I love your cat. Okay, I can make an appearance whenever. And in my heart, yes, they do forever. Troy and Gabriella are high school sweetheart. Oh, high school sweetheart. I cannot, I cannot talk either. Oh my goodness. Forever. I, I'm i their biggest supporter. I'm not the biggest supporter of local love, but I'm the biggest Troy and Gabriella supporter. And I think even with their short distance in college, and even if they separated for a little bit in college and grew independently, I think yeah. I have a feeling they would bring they would find their way back to each other. Aww. You know, That's and sweet. I mean, like they have the most perfect meet cute in the world. Like you cannot follow through for me. Yeah. Karaoke on New Year's Eve, literally my dream scenario yes. is to have a man fall in love with me while I'm singing karaoke. Not that I'm a good singer, but just because <laughs> it brings me the most joy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, you can't do that and, like, not be forever lovers. You know what I mean? I feel that. Okay, so my my opinion is different. And I think it's because Zach and Vanessa only lasted four years. Like, they almost ate five years, but they only lasted four years. I think Troy is a nice guy. I do think he is a he is a good guy down deep in his soul. But I can just see Troy getting just like really hot in college and being the big basketball star, which when you're a good player in high school, that's one thing. But when you're a good player on a college team, you're 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 famous. The entire world knows you Mm -hmm. like ESPN covers you like all this. You are famous. I could totally see that getting to his head and him outgrowing Gabriella and just becoming a super big douche and peaking college. But I do feel like he goes back to his good guy roots afterwards. But it may be too late. She could have moved on and, and, you know, found love with someone else while he was being peak douche in college. So Kendra, <laughs> this is why you have to watch senior year, the third one. So you know okay. when he goes to college and he knows where he's going to study. Like, you need to know. Oh, you, gosh. Okay. You okay. have to. Fine. Be, fine. Fine. I will. I will make that a priority to. for you, Mercedes, because oh, oh you've also never suggested anything bad for me. So <laughs> <laughs> same to you. Also, the Zanessa breakup had took such a toll on me. It, my Spanish teacher told me right before my Spanish final in ninth grade, one of like my first finals weeks ever in high school. Oh, no. And I remember being there at the beginning of the final. And he's like, I have bad news for everyone in class. Zanessa has broken up. My heart drops. Mm. 
truly, I I felt like I was falling into a tunnel. And this one girl in class who was always loud and annoying was like, why would we care? And there I am <laughs> holding back tears in my eyes being yeah. like, yeah, why would we care? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So was that your celebrity breakup that, like, completely ruined you? Because I have two. Yes. Okay, yeah. that was your—do you have another one? Um, Not at the top of my head. That was okay. the one that rocked me. Okay, the one that literally completely disturbed my inner peace and just—I'm still not over it. There are two of them. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Ooh, yeah. And Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I'm destroyed. Oh I am—because if I—I I thought I knew what true love looked like, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I was like, true love is Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield and Brad and Angelina. And, and, and I just—I I was like, I was for it. And well, they're not— ugh. I can't, that I can't TikTok sound that's been going that went around a couple months ago of Andrew Garfield describing Emma Stone as like sunshine. Did you hear it? No, I didn't hear it. What oh, does he say? Oh my gosh, he's just like she's like a ball of sunshine, like the, the kindest thing ever. Like how she just like glows and is just the epitome of sunshine in a human. This is why I love her because that's how yeah. like I I love that. Yeah. I I I am destroyed. No one. No other celebrity couple will ever compare, ever. I I don't care. <laughs> Wait, I do yeah. have to ask now that we're talking about all these couples. I yeah. described my favorite meet cute, which is karaoke on New Year's. Yeah. I need to know. And High School Musical is my one of my favorite meet cutes of all time. I need to know what's your dream meet cute scenario. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I know you have one. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I, I have a couple. I will say because I'm such a big traveler, I would wow. love for me to like you know be in an airport and just see like a really cute guy and just be like oh he's really cute and then I get on the plate and he's sitting next to me I've never I'm so sad Mercedes of all the times I've ever been on a plane I have never had a cute guy sit next to me not once not once not even anyone relatively my age sit next to me never and it makes me so sad I I am waiting for that moment so that's one and then I think if we were like on the ground I always think about if I'm if I'm sitting in a park like on a bench and then this random dog runs up to me, I have a problem. I I have to pet every dog that I see. It's really bad. Yes. I need to stop doing that. Um, <laughs> but if a dog runs up to me, I'll be like, oh my god, you're so cute. Where's your owner? And I just see this guy flustered running down like towards me. Oh my god. He's goodness. like, oh my god, wind blown. So yeah, wind blown. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry, that's my dog. And I'm like, oh no, it's okay. And then our eyes meet, our eyes lock. That's why. <laughs> oh, I love both of those. Airport, airplane. Like meet cutes are so nice to me, but then yeah. every time I'm at the airport, I look like absolute garbage. <laughs> I look so horrible. And I'll think about it before. I'm like, what if I do meet a hot guy today at the airport? Yeah. It never happens because I just look like a troll anyway. So I'm like, That's whatever. So My airport outfits are always on point. I always wear. So I do this intentionally. I always wear a piece of clothing that can be an icebreaker or like a, 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 a talking board. That's such a good idea. Yeah. So I just got a new shirt. Oh, gosh, I have to show it. Okay, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to show it to you. Give me two. Yay! Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show through the pod. I always I always have a piece of clothing that is like an icebreaker or something that like someone could come and talk to me. So I just got this shirt. It is serious black on the cover of Playboy magazine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's amazing. How epic is this? <laughs> I love that. It's from Rebel and Fleur. So shout out to them. Uh, and I think I'm going to make a TikTok about it because I just love it. It's yes. Serious I Black. I love Harry Oldman, just Playboy across. And I'm like, yeah, if you did not have a crush on Serious Black from Harry Potter, what were you doing? <laughs> I, I did not. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> love Serious. <laughs> 
Speaking of serious, we gotta go into heartthrob Mercedes. Yes. We okay, out of all the people in high school musical, who would you introduce to your friends and your family and the ones that you love? Oh my goodness, hands down, Troy Bolton has been the love of my life since I was 10 years old. So about since you were 10 years now. Yes. Yeah. So obviously him, not to mention I have this strong love for Zach Efron. And I will say it's not romantic love. I don't wish to be with him. I just wish to protect him anytime. <laughs> Remember a couple years ago when he got into that like rough accident while he was like camping and filming somewhere? Mm-hmm. I was so scared that it brought me to tears. I've never gotten through a Zac Efron movie without crying. Even like <laughs> Neighbors 2. I, really? my friend, I saw it in theaters with my friend Alyssa and she, there's this one scene where he's running barefoot down the street at night because he's just so stressed about his future and she said she just heard me go, oh no. And I was just crying. Like, I can't handle whenever he faces any type of hardship even in his mm. netflix show he's like crying over eating carbs for the first time and there i am on the couch sobbing oh because you're I'm like, so funny that is i care for him so much i have i've written all these like odes to zach efron odes to troy bolton because i'm in love with troy bolton but i just need to protect zach efron at all costs i don't know what it is i'll even rewatch his episode of mtv's room raiders from 2005 because i just adore this boy i wow. i've never not seen a zach efron movie I I just I care about him so much. Wow, I'm very <laughs> impressed. Oh my gosh. See, how you feel about Zach Efron is how I felt about Anton Yelchin. Um Ooh. yeah, and before he passed away, Anton Yelchin was my boy and I was just like th- we need to protect him at all costs because he is a treasure. He is a light. He is so special and so talented and that's that's a, if we're talking about like celebrity couples like celebrity breakups that we can't get over celebrity deaths that can't get over one is one of them is anton yelchin the other he was in like crazy right yes yeah. yes yes he did a bunch of like really like small indie films mm-hmm. he was so good like I, I i felt that way i was like i cried at all of his movies Every time I saw, even even in freaking Charlie Bartlett, which was a comedy, I cried. Like, I just all, I loved him. I was writing a movie with him as a star because at the time I was, like, really into screenwriting. Yeah. It was, yeah. I, that, that's exactly how I felt about him. So I, I understand where that's coming from. <laughs> I, I feel like for me, you know, because I like to switch it up all the time on you, Mercedes. Uh, yes. I would do, uh, it's actually Zeke, the guy who oh, makes. such a good choice. I, I love, love Zeke. I love him. I think he's such a sweetheart. But he's also so the. Sweet. He's so sweet. The actor that plays him, Chris Warren, is fine as hell. So so Have you seen that that basketball player that looks identical to him? There's an NBA basketball, either NBA or college. I'm pretty sure it's NBA. They could be twins. Really? I have not seen it. Total doppelgangers. I have not seen it. Beautiful men. Oh, my God. Chris Warren is married with a child. But if for some reason that doesn't work out and you're listening, Chris, you could slide into my DMs. I can't at Hollywood. <laughs> I had a friend, I had a family friend play Zeke in our like local Albuquerque little theater high school musical a few back in the day. Mm. And when he came out, I was like, you don't look like Zeke. Because <laughs> there I am like 11 years old being like, you're not a Zeke. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. All right, guys, we're going to play Mary Smooch Ghost, where we just talk about who we would marry, who we would switch, and who we would ghost. So, okay, here are the options. So many options. So many options. We're going to do Troy, Chad, and Zeke first. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Obviously, I'm marrying Troy. Mm. I'm going to smooch Zeke, and I'm going to ghost Chad. Sorry. Sorry, Corbin Blue. I still love you. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to marry Zeke, 
Smooch, Troy, Ghost, Chad. Again, sorry, Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue, by the way, is the best dancer in the whole the whole thing. Oh, he's so good. Also, yeah. did you know he designed all his graphic tees in it? You know how they all have different phrases? Yeah. Those were all his ideas. My favorite was I come with my own background music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now we're going to do, okay, let's do Troy, Coach Bolton, or Ryan. Okay, Mary, Troy, Smooch, mm-hmm. Coach Bolton. That'll be a little weird. <laughs> Ghost Ryan, I just, I love Co- I love Coach Fulton. He's so weird. He's I I agree with you. So here's actually a fun fact. During the pandemic, one of my friends had a Zoom birthday party. Oh, it was like a, it was a birthday party on Discord actually. And so you could like break out into different rooms. Tell me why I log on to this birthday party and Lucas Graybeal is on it. Oh my god! I was freaking out. I was I texted my friend whose birthday it was. I was like, is is that? I'm sorry. Is that Lucas Graybeal? Like, <laughs> oh my! He, he was like, "Yeah, he's a really good friend." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" He was like, "Do you want to meet him?" I was like, "Yes, I want to meet him." <laughs> did you meet him? I did meet him. It's so funny. We say this happens to me. I don't know what it is. I just have a lot of connections to Disney Channel. My old college roommate is married to Gordo from Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, yeah. And then like I, I met Lucas Graybeal, and I have some other dizzy encounters. But yeah, this is definitely. Oh my goodness. He has a great cameo on HSMTMTS oh. on season, I think it's season two. It might be season, it's one of them. It's either one or two. <laughs> my, my good and, friend was a writer on that show, actually. Oh, I love, season one was so good. I watched it all in one night. I, I love it. Anyone out there who's a High School Musical fan who doesn't know if they'd like it, you will love it. And okay. seeing like pre-famous Olivia Rodrigo and knowing you're like you're looking at her you're like you're gonna be a star one day that's how I was watching I was like I know I know you're gonna be a star (laughs) that's so funny okay guys before we wrap it up we always love to bring in a pop culture moment and Mercedes is our pop culture queen what 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 facts you have for us First of all, like I said, watch HSMTMTS. It's on Disney Plus. It's awesome. I watched the whole first season in one night with my friend and my friend and roommate at the time was just like, please turn this off. I'm so over this. And me and my other friend were like, no, we're going to, we have to keep going. It's yeah. so good. It was, it's amazing. The music is great. Also, I don't know if you knew, Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue reunited this past winter on Lifetime for a holiday rom-com called the Christmas Dance Reunion. So we get to see them on the dance floor yet again in oh, love. Oh, wow. Okay. So good. Both so gorgeous still. Yeah. This cast, beautiful forever. Forever. Black don't crack. It's <laughs> true. They're gorgeous. And like I said, Bart Johnson makes the best cameos. <laughs> He's great. He's also Blake Lively's cousin. I didn't know that. So random. Yeah, so, so random. That's a beautiful family, dude. That's a freaking oh my beautiful gosh, family. I know. Yeah, and he is just so kind and like really puts Karen through his cameos where some celebrities really don't. Yeah. And uh, it's also a great price <laughs> if you're looking okay. for a good birthday gift. Oh, and... I need to end this episode with everyone just go listen to He Said, She Said by Ashley Tisdale and then just click on the Headstrong album. Listen the whole thing all the way through. Come back to me with your review. If you're a bad bitch out there, then you still know all the lyrics to He Said, She Said. Let me tell you that. You do. Just like me. (laughs) Listeners, we want to hear from you guys. First of all, do you think Headstrong is the unspoken pop album of the early 2000s? Do you like High School Musical or are you like me and think High School Musical 2 is better? Make sure to slide into our DMs at Meet Cute. Again, I'm Kendra. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kenten Hollywood. 
Yes. And I've been Mercedes. You can find me on Twitter, IG, and TikTok at MercedesGV11. And if you're looking for new rom-coms, follow Meet Cute wherever you listen to podcasts and follow Meet Cute on socials everywhere. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.